Listener Production. The Aussie market found its footing this afternoon, doing enough to keep the winning streak alive. But which sector held our market back from bigger gains? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 12th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, welcome back. Hello, thank you. You're not alone anymore. That's right, I now have one friend. (laughs) You sounded pretty lonely on the podcast yesterday, but you did a phenomenal job as always. That's very kind of you. Interesting that you're actually listening to the podcast on the day off. Nothing better to do Fair with enough. my time, clearly. <laughs> I took the day off to just listen to your voice. Yep, that's weird. Look, the Aussie <laughs> market today actually celebrated your arrival half it a did. percent higher. To be fair, yesterday it also rose, though. Oh, shit, marginally. And also on Friday when you were... <laughs> Barely. Come on. Well, Friday, so, was, Friday was okay. Yesterday was okay. basically flat. Three straight trading days of improvements, at least. Mm. You know, the gains have been very modest over that period. And I guess that the higher risk and more important events globally for markets are yet to come this week from tonight Mm. all the way through to Friday. So, yes, we're up, but the improvements have been relatively modest. And this is a change from what we saw earlier today. So, when we opened, the market was basically flat. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was down just a couple of points. And then, sort of from the midday round onwards and we started to lift and we're up by about half a percent leading into the close, which is pretty good. Exactly. We had a bit of economic news around as well before we get to stocks. A few updates on how confident both businesses and consumers are about things. They're a little mixed. So on the business confidence side of things, it was one of the worst surveys that we've had in a couple of years. Business confidence were down, conditions were down as well. So not great on that front. But then consumer confidence generally has improved. There were two surveys out, one weekly, which surveys a number of consumers asking them how they're feeling about their money. That actually hit a 10-month high and then a monthly one that hit an eight-month high. So heading in the, the same direction. And that's interesting because, of course, we did have that interest rate hike just recently, but I guess people might be thinking that that is the last one and that maybe cuts could be on the card as early as next year. So that's why people are getting a little bit more confident about their money, right? Yeah. And remember, of course, this month, the interest rates were kept on hold after the the rate hike we had back in November. So I guess also there maybe is a bit more optimism that at least the RBA didn't raise rates this time around heading into Christmas. So 2.7% lift a month on month in December. So that's compared to November. And again, perhaps helped by the fact that rates are on hold for the time being. Now, the next interest rate decision is a while away as well. That's going to be in February. The RBA doesn't meet in January. So if there is another rate hike, it's most likely to be, you know, February onwards. And we get that key update on inflation ahead of that on the final day of Jan as well. Exactly right. But I just wanted to mention, of course, that one of those surveys, the monthly one that did look at November when we did have that Mm -hmm. rate hike and people were still quite optimistic. Yep, exactly right. Very good. The RBA boss, Mishy B. Mishy B. She had a speech this morning. Yep. Yep. She said quite a few things. Mm -hmm. There was one thing that stood out for me was around the buy now, pay later segment saying that there could be more regulations introduced. And of course, there has been talk about this recently. We saw buy now, pay later stocks under quite a bit of pressure in recent months. On the back of that, of course, they did all post announcements saying that they're welcoming these changes and they're, you know, happy to work with the regulatory bodies. But I didn't see too much coming out of the buy now, pay later stocks. We did see zip down, but keep in mind that zip did lift by around 25% last Thursday. So it probably is coming off those highs. Not too much in the way of groundbreaking stuff around interest rate hikes and that type of conversation and rhetoric. So she highlighted that the RBA has taken 
a cautious approach compared to many other central banks that they'll continue to watch data quite closely. So even though it doesn't seem like they've taken a cautious approach, 13 rate hikes since May last year, our cash rate, which is important for what we pay on loans, is at 4.35% in Australia. Compare that to Europe where it's mm. 4.5%, Canada it's at 5 the UK it's at 5.25 and both the US and New Zealand's at 5.5. Mm. So way higher than what we've got our cash rate at at the moment. Hopefully we'll be able to tackle it remaining where we are and not needing to go any higher. That would be good news for mortgage payers and good news for us struggling with the cost of living as inflation starts to come down. So hopefully, as you mentioned, that inflation report that comes out, the quarterly one that comes out at the end of January, hopefully those numbers will be promising and moving in the right direction as well. But back to sectors today, we've talked about a lot of other things today. In looking at sector performance, this morning we did have energy as the only sector that was lower, but now that's actually gone above the line. They're up about a fifth of 1%. So there is only one sector that's lower right now. That's the material sector. So they're down just over a tenth of 1%. And just because they do make up quite a large portion of the ASX 200, they're actually holding bigger gains from the market. Yeah. And they really weighed on our market yesterday as well. So some pretty heavy declines across the whole material space. So today, stocks like BHP, Rio, you know, two of the big guns, South 32, they're all down. And that is holding that sector and the market to an extent back as well. But Some strong performances from interest rate sensitive areas in particular, Mm. tech, property, both quite positive improvers and seven in every 10 stocks on the ASX 200 also up today. Well, tech is absolutely outperforming. They're up over 2% as a group and that's buoyed by gains in Zero and WiseTech today. But if we look at individual stocks, so we're talking about the mining space. Another thing that held the mining space back was lithium miners. They've been under quite a bit of pressure, and this is the second session that a lot of those lithium miners are down. And of course, we have talked about this for quite some time now, because more broadly this year, lithium miners have been under pressure, not just today. And that's basically because lithium prices have roughly halved since the beginning of this year, and the slump in prices has been driven mostly by weaker than expected demand. Now, if we look at the global sales of electric vehicles in the 10 months through to the end of October, sales are actually 33% higher than the same period the year before. The thing is, though, there was big hope for lithium. So this 33% increase is considered underwhelming. So there's a few factors at play here, but that's why lithium miners are down. And we're seeing Liontown is one of the worst. They're down over 4% right now. Yep, Australia's biggest fruit and veggie grower, Costa Group, is up a good 2.7% today, even though a major broker downgraded its expectations for where the share price might be in 12 months' time. Uh, Keep in mind, yesterday it warned that profits will likely drop over the year because of things like bad weather, which hurt some of its crops, but also the oversupply of berries and tomatoes as well. But fell 4% yesterday off the back of that news. And also its shares rose perhaps, you know, partly, keep in mind that It is on track to be acquired by a group of US investors. So they launched a takeover offer back in September. They approved the deal and it's still, you know, making progress. Telix is actually the best performer heading into the close. So they're a pharmaceuticals company. Late last night, there was an announcement released saying that its first patient in the US was dosed with treatment as part of its cancer imaging study. This is after the company got all the necessary approvals from regulatory bodies to go ahead with these trials. And basically, this could be a breakthrough because it is the first time specialist doctors have had the opportunity to diagnose patients for this type of 
of kidney cancer in a non-invasive way. So it definitely seems like a step in the right direction for cancer treatments. And that's why Telix shares have been lifting today up almost 5% as we speak. Yep, aluminium group Alumina is largely flat today. It said it's facing some cost pressures at a refinery in Spain, largely due to the heightened cost of gas since the start of the Ukraine war back in early 2022. So this means it's losing money at current gas prices and has only been operating at 50% capacity, together with its partners working on some long-term solutions for how to become a bit more profitable on that front. Let's look ahead to tonight. So, of course, the Federal Reserve, JP, is that what I call him? Is that my name for him? You do. J- JP, yeah, that's Correct. my mate, of course. How could I forget? Yeah. How could you forget your uh, friend's nickname? <laughs> How could I forget? I've been on leave for a couple of days. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so they start their two-day policy meeting at the end of that Thursday morning, our time here. They'll make their decision on interest rates. They're largely expected to stay on hold, but what will be more important will be the outlook. So we'll talk more about yep. that tomorrow. Tonight, we'll also also get the latest inflation figures coming out of the US. Yeah, that's going to be probably the the key, one of the key events of the week, certainly. So that's likely to, to move US markets uh, tonight and potentially set the tone for our market tomorrow as well. On that note, there's really not a huge amount out tomorrow to move the needle. We do have Metcash trading ex-dividend, a handful of companies holding annual meetings, including Orica, but that's about it. But of course, this does come ahead of that key jobs report coming out on Thursday morning, just before lunchtime, actually. Absolutely. Well, I think that does it. That wraps it up. That does wrap it up. Have a lovely night, friends. Cheers. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.